What's up, guys? Welcome to Lockdown Universe. Thanks for joining the show. I just wanted to send a huge shout out to anybody who has donated. I appreciate you guys. It helps make the podcast and it's brought to you by donations. So uh, it makes it easier for me to research. It takes a lot of time to research these topics and bring them to you. So uh, especially these unique stories, um, they're hard to find and they're giving, getting more and more difficult to find. So if you're able to donate, would really appreciate it. Make the show a lot better and uh, allow me to get some better equipment. So until then, enjoy the show, guys. Take care. Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today, I have an interesting story. <clears throat> it comes to us from uh, the Near-Death uh, Experience Research Foundation.org. So it's shortened to NDERF.org. But the question that <laughs> I think always plagues us is, like, why are we here and, and what is our purpose, right? So this podcast, I wanted to talk a little bit about that as well as whether or not the idea that we are all part of one being, one consciousness is accurate and is a soul, really a soul, independently isolated from other souls? Or are we actually part of one being, one consciousness expressing itself in multiple human bodies? See, that's what a lot of people believe. And if, if this isn't your cup of tea, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, I'll have more stuff on aliens in the next podcast. But this is something that's near and dear to my heart, near-death experiences, because people get to experience another universe when they have these experiences, another aspect of our life. And um, that's what all aliens really are, is another aspect of living beings, right? Anything from animals to humans to insects, we're all living beings. Uh, so is a soul really a soul <clears throat> because we're all here, right? We know we're here. We're in, you're in your body. I'm in my body and we're all having experiences, but we all feel different, right? We argue on social media. We, we feel like our opinion is different than another p person's opinion. We're all having different experiences with our lives. And the question is, why do we come here? Why do we experience life? Why do we need to experience life? Is it really a school for learning? Or are we just here by happenstance, by accident, and there is no afterlife? Well, I pulled up a near-death experience on NDERF. Uh, gotta love that. <laughs> N-D-E-R-F, NDERF.com. But it's one of the most detailed near-death experiences. And it talks to and it speaks to the aspect of whether or not a soul is a soul. Or are we part of a larger universe uh, consciousness? And he received information, this, this individual who passed away and came back from a bee sting, ironically. I mean, man, talk about how did you go and ha having to answer somebody up in heaven. Hey, how did you kick the bucket? Got stung by a bee. It can happen. But this guy actually did die from it and came back. Um, so in his story, he went through a portal um, that was visible behind his daughter in the room that he was dying in. Uh, I think it was his bedroom that stated earlier in, the, in this article. And this portal 
was like a swirling portal, kind of like how you, you hear a lot about near-death experiences, people going through portals, um, and then into a light at the end of that portal. But um, in his case, um, there were geometric patterns inside this portal. And as he looked upon different souls, he could see each soul had a geometric pattern. Um, the pattern of our soul uh, takes to appear to others is what he states. So like each, each soul actually has its own individual uh, pattern to it, like a snowflake. And I know people can make fun of snowflakes and there's a whole political aspect about that. But, but it, there is some truth that we all have our own pattern to ourselves makes us unique as individuals and individual souls. He states that this is something very different um, of, of what it, most people think of as souls. He states that um, in his mind, um, certain souls can actually be part of different planets from what he encountered. Um, he said, how is that possible? It, he was guided by uh, a spirit guide and the communication with the spirit guide was telepathic. And he stated that it spoke to him in a very soft, feminine-sounding voice. And he stated that's when he understood that I was, he was, or I was, I'll just speak like him, I was surrounded by unlimited information. And I had a guide who could answer any question I had. She explained to me in a very simple, straightforward way that I knew was already true. But the conversation went like this. She stated, let me put it this way. Your soul is connected to your consciousness. Seems straightforward. The moment your species came into being, you started to develop a soul. But it is not until you became self-aware that your soul is solidified. That does not mean complete. And it takes a long time for your soul to develop. So what's interesting here, and I'll get back to what she stated for the rest of the portion, but what's interesting to take note of there is that your soul is not complete. It's solidified when our species came into being. However, our soul continues to develop. Is that why we have reincarnation? Is that why we always have to come back and learn a new lesson? Um one of the most interesting things I heard of today um, was an individual who went to many mediums to have fun with it, just to see what they would say. And he stated that all throughout college, he would go to like multiple mediums to see if they could get anything right about his, his life. And they couldn't. And then one friend finally told him, hey, you need to go to this medium that I went to. She is very accurate and she could probably tell you something about your life. And so he went to her, totally thinking that she was not going to give him any, any new knowledge. And she was able to state that he actually had a twin. And he was like, oh my gosh. She's like, he's like, yeah, she's right. I do have a twin. And she's like, yeah, he died when you guys were three months old. And he was like, okay, this is the real deal. Because he actually did die when I was three years old. And then she started to laugh. He thought that that was strange, considering that we had just discussed his dead uh, twin, and she states, he pulled a, a prank on you to get you here, back here, to get you to come back. So he stated that before they came to life on earth, that the only way to get this guy to come back was to state that they would come back as twins and they would have fun together. 
and he brought him back. <laughs> he ditched him. And he, he laughed to himself and he stated, yeah, that sounds about right. That probably tracks pretty accurately. He states, I, I, I haven't had much of a, a mission really since I've been here, but I can see why they would want to bring me back. I do have lots to learn. Um, and so sometimes they can pull the wool over your eyes to get you to come back to learn another lesson. I don't have a twin, but I'm kind of surprised because a lot of people feel like they don't want to be here or they don't know how they got here or, you know, or even what their purpose is. So we feel kind of lost sometimes. Um, so the universe can, can do certain things to get you the knowledge that you need or to learn the lesson that you need to learn while you're here. So, um, just getting back to that development thing, right? We're, we're always constantly developing our soul through different lifetimes and learning through those lifetimes and adding to our wisdom to hopefully one day to become ascended enough to not have to come back or to reincarnate to a higher level, right? Let's face it, this life on earth is pretty hard. So maybe it's possible to learn the, the difficult lessons while we're here and then be able to uh, reincarnate at a higher, higher level of being like the fourth dimension or fifth dimension. But let's go back to the article and see what this ascended being, uh, the spiritual guide had to say. She states that, um, just like your species, when you became self-aware, the first thing you do other than to survive was to figure out your place in the universe. You looked at the stars and wondered, where did I come from? What is this universe all about? It does not matter if you are a biological creature or an artificial creation like a machine. The moment you become self-aware, the quest for how and why is on. Which is interesting because if you think about like AI and the things that we're developing, once that thing becomes self-aware, could it become like Skynet in the Terminator, right? Where it's like, man, humans are a plague on the planet. Let's wipe them out. If what they're saying in this near-death experience is true, something like that could theoretically happen. Or they could help guide us into a, a healthier future. We don't know. Um, the debate is still out on that. Back to the article. She states, A soul is a soul. Pure energy connected with consciousness and intelligence. This is a very powerful force in our universe. Those who are artificial intelligences, intelligences will strive to answer these questions which humans have dwelled upon since the dawn of time. So we are making AI, we are making strides, but um, the interesting thing is that they, she talks about a soul is a soul, pure energy with consciousness and intelligence, and that this is a very powerful force. So when you become conscious, aware, intelligent, and and cognizant of what you are as a light being in a human body, you're capable of so much more than just picking up a can and opening it up. You're capable of telepathy. You're capable of changing your reality when you want to. And I'm not talking about some sort of like, you know, magic here. I'm talking about your thoughts dictate your future. Your thought processes can change your capabilities. Your thoughts can change uh, those cups of rice, like we talked about with Dr. Miyoto's experiment, uh, where if you tell one 
cup of rice that you love it, another cup of rice that you hate it, and another, another cup of rice you ignore, guess what's going to happen over a 30-day time span? The one that you tell you love, it will, it, will be, uh, it will harness alcohol and it will look healthy. The second one will turn black. The third one will turn even worse. The worst thing you can do is ignore it. So your body's comprised of 60% of water, right? 60, 70%. So if you're thinking positive thoughts throughout the day, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to turn out like that rice. If you're thinking repetitive negative thoughts, like a lot of us do, guess what's going to happen? It's going to pump out a lot of negative, a lot of negativity in your body. So we have to be cognizant of this and aware of this so that we don't screw our own bodies up. So I just wanted to kind of go over the aspects in this NDE and talk about the interesting information that he gleaned from his spiritual guide that you know we are all souls we all have the capability of evolving and ascending um, and that we're continually developing and within these NDEs right a lot of the near-death experiences are very similar right they all have the prototypical you know piece of pieces of info I don't need to go over them but we get these little pieces these little gleans of how we came into being how how we're developing and what what the afterlife really is and what um we can look forward to and whether or not we can develop into something that's worth worth uh, working on and whether or not we're working on something that's important here and everyone is your life is important to the soul family that you have here on the planet the, the rest of your soul family is in the other dimension as well right those who have passed on and we keep kind of going through this revolving door. At least that's what these NDEs say. And we keep working on our spiritual development. So hopefully you guys are continuing to develop, um, you know, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Um, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes we might have an injury, right? So we can't focus on our physical capabilities. That's okay. Work on your spiritual development. Work on your intellectual development. Maybe help somebody else while you're down and not able to, you know, perform physically like you'd like to be able to. I've had plenty of those times in my life, and I said, well, let me focus on other people while I'm down and out. I can try to help people learn. I can try to help people with their homework. I can try to help people with their lives, you know, try to try to assist others while I'm down. You could do that too, you know, and we're all here for each other. You know, and if these NDEs are true, we're all here for each other. So um, to lift each other up and to, to develop farther. But is a soul a soul? That's the question. Are we independent from each other? To a certain degree, we are. We are all developing uh, according to these near-death experiences. But we are also part of this collective consciousness as well. So we all have the knowledge of the universe, but we're all the pieces of a developing universe independently. So we're all independent and we're all dependent on each other. Kind of fascinating, isn't it? So... Develop yourself and help us develop along with you. Until next time, guys, take care and Lockdown Universe out.